think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. The other big story, obviously, was and has been Jonathan Taylor. This is also weird, Baldy, because Jonathan Taylor came out this week and said, look, I don't have any back issues. I haven't had any back issues. What are you? I don't know where you guys are getting this. And yet the team put it, put it out there that he did. But prior to that, this meeting with Jim Irsay and Jonathan Taylor, what was said? Because I get the sense that, that Irsay said, I'm not paying you, right? Play your contract out. We'll talk next season. Or in the offseason, and I think it obviously pissed off Jonathan Taylor, and Taylor was like, I want out, I want to trade. And that became huge news this week because I think Jonathan Taylor, Boldy, you tell me, is he not their best player? Yeah. Yeah, it was Quentin Nelson, uh, but Jonathan Taylor, when he led the league in rushing two years ago, he was the best player and still is. I mean, both sides of the ball. Um, You know, pick pick a position, he's their best player. Um, I remember I played for the Colts. I played for Jim Irsay. I remember one year Eric Dickerson held out. He just won the rushing title, not coming to training camp, said some things. They suspended him for like six games and ended up signing him back. Wanted a new deal, that kind of thing. I think they – I don't remember all the details of that year, but I think they they buckled, caved, and Dickerson got his new deal. Um, you know, I, but but it, that in line with that, the Colts have a legacy of just – like great backs. I mean, you go to Eric Dickerson and Marshall Falk and Edron James, James, and here's Jonathan Taylor. And I'm, yep. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's a, a gold jacket player, but you know, when you lead the league in rushing, run for 1,800 yards, like you're, you're on your way. You know, you're starting to build a pretty good resume. So then you get Shane Steichen in there, and Shane's coming from Philadelphia, where you know they had a, you know, the quarterback was a big part of the running game, but they they ran the ball, and you figure. With if Anthony Richardson gets on the field, whether he starts the season or eventually gets out there, we believe we're going to see him. Um, you were going to use the running game as a cap, you know, as a entree to this offense, and they need Jonathan Taylor in there. He's got leverage. I thought it was. I think the timing of this thing is weird. You know, like we're in camp, and now we're saying I want to be traded. Ursay's coming out and saying some of the explosive things he said, like. This stuff seems like it should have been done um, even before the draft, if you felt that way, or after the draft and you're in OTAs and you're like, man, I ain't feeling it. Like, I, you know, I'm looking at this running back um, situation out there in this league. I, I got to get my back, whatever it is. Like to do it the first week of camp puts everybody 
like on the defense. It, it hurts the head coach. It hurts the offense. It hurts the team right now. And, you know, look, I, I'm all about players doing their business. I don't want to get in the way of Jonathan Taylor feeling like, um, you know, he needs a, an extension, new deal, whatever it is. But we see how tough it is right now for these backs. And so, you know, Ursay was pretty, you know, he's pretty stride in his comments too. So it looks like there's a big schism there. We've seen these things come together. We saw Kyler Murray last year. You know, Carl say, I want out. I want to be traded. Next thing you know, he got, you know, maybe the richest deal, you know, for quarterback in the league. So these things have a habit of a way of working themselves out and bygones can be bygones. But this feels like they're pretty far apart right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and for Ursay, I just here's my issue, Baldy. You've got all this running back conversation going on. No other owners are talking about it. Nobody else is saying anything. And Ursay comes out and says, "We're not doing a new deal with these guys." You know, we've got a deal in place, and we're not doing jack. And it's almost like. Hello, read the room. You've got a guy that's asking for a new deal who's one of the best in his position in the, in the business, and you're basically saying, screw you, while you're coming out and speaking, allegedly, for all the other owners when nobody else is talking. And I just thought, like, Ursay has this knack, right? I mean, when when the whole Washington Commanders thing was going on, right? And, and Daniel Snyder, what do you think? Oh, I think it's only a matter of time before he's out of here. No other owners were saying anything. So Jimmy, he's just popping off at unopportune times And I just thought this one, he didn't read the room. If you have negotiations or a a guy that you uh, is is as important to your team as Jonathan Taylor is, I just don't know why he would do that and then upset Taylor. And now you're at this point where he could have kept all of this behind closed doors. Well, you could have you could have said that to Jonathan's agent, and nobody would be talking about it. Nobody would know. And that seems like that's where the conversation should have gone. It should have gone to Jonathan's agent. You can also call Jonathan in the room and keep talking, keep the lines of communication open. There's a lot of way to handle this. Um, Jim's the owner. Um, you know, he runs that team. Uh, he's turned, he's helped turn that place into a football town. I mean, think, I think Peyton had more to do that with anything, but um, <laughs> you know, they, they've had, that's a football town. They're all watching. Uh, I just think you could, you could do that with Jonathan's agent behind closed doors. Real quick, while we're talking about running backs, Baldy, um, I was talking to some executives uh, over the last week or so as camps got underway, just trying to get a better feel for this whole running back thing. I want to share this with you and get your thoughts. Yeah. Uh, it's in it's in the huddle, guys. Carl Dukes along with Brian Baldinger, Jason Lockon Four, also a part of this podcast as we are uh, putting out new episodes every Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, depending on what's going on, breaking news, et cetera, make sure you subscribe. So I had two different executives tell me, Dukes, this running back thing is not collusion. Okay. And I'm like, well, it looks like it from the outside, right? It looks like all these teams are going, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. And I had two executives tell me, Baldy, going back, because everybody talks about Emmett Smith when he held out for the two games, then ultimately Jerry Jones paid him and the Cowboys, you know, went on their run. And the thing is, these guys said to me, if you go draw a circle and back 
during that time in the 90s, and you were playing, Baldy, the league was 60-40 run. Everybody. 60-40. And he said to me, that the executive said to me, now the league is 65 pass, the rest is run. However, jet sweeps, run game, stretch plays, however you want to describe it. And he was saying, as you break up this pie, you have to then, as you have your team, say, look, these are the important pieces, however you want to do it, edge, left tackle, and then you get to the running back. back. Yeah, and then you get to the running back. And I'm only saying this, guys, because I know a lot of people are like, man, what is going on with these running back positions? But the game has changed. It has evolved. And I think philosophy-wise, Baldy, all these teams are looking at it in a very similar way, which makes it look like it's collusion. But the metrics tell everybody, here's how much we're throwing in our game now. Here's how much we're running. How much do I want to break this pie up and pay that individual on my team, which I know is going to affect me long term? Well, I, 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 I tend to – well, I do believe that that's the case, and I'm not here to – to denigrate the running back position. Because if you got a great player, I mean, if you took Nick, Ch- Nick Chubb out of Cleveland, or you take Saquon out of New York, they're, I mean, they're not competing for any playoffs. They're just not. So I, I still believe you got to pay your great players. Now, I do believe that, though. I do believe this thing is largely being run by metrics. And, I mean, I know owners that get on their coaches and are telling their coaches, we're not winning a Super Bowl with this type of offense. You know, with the, you're, you're not going to get there. You you might win a lot of games. You might um, it might be the best way to win a game, but you're not winning a Super Bowl like that. Yeah. And so that's kind of driving the league right now. And you look at some of these individuals that have these metrics analytics backgrounds and watch them climb in these organizations, and watch them influence the play calling, Carl. Like it's it's there. So. Um, it, I think that's a big part of it. Like, if you just look at Saquon in New York, obviously they didn't want to give him a, a big guaranteed deal. They just paid the quarterback. They paid the defensive tackle. Just follow. They paid the left tackle. So, okay, like, all those positions got paid. Saquon's sitting back going, I'm better than all those guys. And he is. Except you'll watch this year the, the resources they put into the receiver position, including Darren Waller, the tight end. They're not going to run it like they did last year. Joe Shane and Brian Dable coming from Buffalo where they were four wides and they were like, it was air raid. Um, You're going to see this Giants offense morph this year where they're not going to rely on Daniel Jones and Saquon the way they did last year to win games because they're going to have better talent on the outside to throw it. 